experience. To those of you who are joining us, we thank God so much for you. Let me just preface this. I want to say before we get into the word uh, how grateful we are to those of you who understand why it was so important for us to return back to a virtual only service. Certainly it was not our desire to do so, but after the advice of many health professionals, those that are in our state, those that are in our congregation, we were strongly advised for the next few weeks. It's not gonna be a long-term situation, we hope. In fact, my goal is hope to see you back by the first Sunday in February. That's just what I'm praying on. And so hopefully that will be the case. But it was so important that as this Omicron variant of COVID-19 spread so rapidly, it was important for us to take a pause. Here in South Carolina for the last couple of days, we have been averaging over 13,000 new cases a day. We've seen Omicron hit all throughout this state, even within this congregation, within many other congregations. Many families that are associated with this ministry and others have experienced that. And so we thought in order to negate the spread uh, during this very, very difficult time was to take a pause for a few weeks and allow Omicron uh, to pass by. The good news is that we have been told that it, it's not like Delta, it doesn't linger as long. And so most of the health professionals think by the end of January, we should see a rapid decline in the number of Omicron infections. So thank you so much. I want to also stress that it is so important for you to be vaccinated. And when we say fully vaccinated, now that includes being boosted, three shots, not just two, but three shots. Listen to the science, listen to the health professional. It has always amazed me why those with absolutely no training in the area think that they know more than those who dedicated their entire life to this profession. Uh, epidemiologists all over the world have said uh, that this vaccine works. Now, you may say that I know someone who was vaccinated and they still uh, got Omicron, and that's true. But let me share with you one statistic that I heard just recently the other night on the news in South Carolina. The health professional says about 95% of all of those that have been admitted to the hospital are those who are not vaccinated. About 95% of all those that have been admitted to the hospital have not been vaccinated. So yes, you may still, uh, you may still get Omicron, you may still get COVID, but you can recover from it. So please take the advice of health professionals take the advice of others who care so deeply about you. If there's one thing that the health professionals have said to me over and over again, pastor, please remind the congregation to take three shots to get the boost, to get that. It is so important. We love you. We want to keep you around for a long time. 
trust me, it, it has not been my desire uh, to talk about health care concerns before I preach every Sunday. But it is necessary because we love you so much. So please take care of yourself. We hope to see you very, very soon. There is a word from the Lord this morning. There's a word from the Lord this morning. As we continue this series of messages that we began on last Sunday, it is entitled Faith Matters. And for the first four months of this year, we are going to be speaking on this subject of faith. On Tuesday nights, we're going to start a Tuesday night Bible study on faith matters. This is the second message in this series. The text for today's message is found in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7, the New King James Version. 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7. Hear the reading of God's holy word. Very familiar passage. It says, I have fought the good fight. I have finish the race I have kept the faith once again I have fought the good fight I have finished the race I have kept the faith for the next few moments I want to speak to you from the subject keep the faith keep the faith in this series entitled faith matters Second message of this series simply says, keep the faith. Send that word out. Somebody type it out. Someone uh, just send a message to someone uh, right now. Just take your social media out and just say, keep the faith. Encourage someone wherever they are, no matter what they're going through. Listen, in our message on last week, it was stated that if we're going to thrive and not just survive this year, let me say that again. If you really want to thrive and not just survive this year, our faith will play a major role. The Lord said that to me so clearly. He said, yes, faith matters all the time. But particularly this year, the Lord has said to me that our faith will matter in this year of 2022. I want to say that again. Your faith, our faith matters. And it will matter particularly to your success in this year of 2022. Listen, I said last week that I personally believe and trust this is my personal feelings. I personally believe that this year, many tragedies, many setbacks, many obstacles will be overcome. Yes, I believe that and many lives will be transformed because of our faith. There are those whose lives will be made whole. There are people, because of their faith, I'm speaking prophetically on the second Sunday of a brand new year, I believe 
from the depths of my heart, some of your lives are going to be put back together again. You will overcome many tragedies. You will overcome many setbacks simply because of your faith. Yes, faith matters. And it will matter in your success in 2022. Listen, with that in mind, it is even more important that we keep the faith. If you have faith, hold on to it. Uh, if, if you've had faith, get it back. It is important that we keep the faith no matter what or who comes our way. Things may happen. Listen, I'm, I'm speaking directly to you this morning. Things may happen this year that will challenge our faith. That is life. Life is full of challenges. And yes, there will perhaps even be people who may come into our lives for the sole purpose of destroying our faith. Things will happen that will challenge you. There will be people that will come in your life and their whole purpose will be to destroy your faith. However, once again, listen, it is important that we keep the faith. It's important that we hold on to our faith. There's a powerful scripture that is found in the book of Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. The New Living Translation, it says, So let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Listen, what a powerful uh, passage of scripture don't get tired of doing good. The King James says, and let us not be weary in well-doing. For at the right time, in due season, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Listen, we all get discouraged. There are times in all of our lives in which it seems as if the burden of life is so heavy that we wonder if we can continue, can we make it through this? I'm here to tell you this morning that yes, you can. Things will happen. Listen, I'm once again preaching to an empty church and you're viewing virtually. We had not anticipated that. But we can't shut down. We can't stop because life throws you a curveball. We can't give up because something happens unexpected. God gives us the ability to adapt. God gives us the ability to readjust and God gives us the ability to keep going. And yes, here we are on this Sunday morning telling you, keep going. Keep the faith. Do not be discouraged. God is still in charge. Somebody ought to clap those hands wherever you are right now. Come on, someone ought to give God a hand of praise right now in advance 
for the fact that you are going to keep the faith. Come on. Uh, every now and then, we pause just to take a praise break. Somebody just clap those hands and tell the Lord, thank you. Come on. Keep the faith. Be strong. Don't be weary. Do not give up. Do not get tired of doing good. At just the right time. Woo! Just the right time. God will bless you. Amen. Listen, in our text, in our text, we have in this incredible passage a powerful testimony of the Apostle Paul. Go with us as we look at this text. Paul was someone who kept the faith. Paul never wavered. <laughs> I never gave up. Paul always remains strong. Paul was strong no matter what he was going through. He kept the faith in that Paul knew uh, that life would throw him curveballs. Paul knew that in life, sometimes you'll wake up in the morning, things will not go the way you had planned. But you can't give up. Cannot throw the towels in. Paul never wavered. Paul always knocked down, but he got back up again. Criticized, but he kept going. Uh, friends walked out on him, but Paul held on strong all the way to the end. Listen, this text, Paul in this text awaits his execution in a jail cell. He could have given up. He could have said, Lord, what are you doing? I've started more churches than anyone. I've written more encouraging epistles to believers more so than anyone. But he did not. He never questioned God. Paul, awaiting his execution, writes this passionate, emotional epistle to his spiritual son, Timothy. This was, according to scholars, like Paul's own eulogy. Can you imagine writing your own eulogy? These were the final words of Apostle Paul as he sits in that Roman jail cell. Paul knew that this would be it. So he wanted to encourage the next generation. He wanted to encourage his faithful, trustworthy, spiritual son by the name of Timothy. He also wanted to prepare Timothy for the very challenging and perilous times that were to come. In other words, he, he wasn't going to sugarcoat it. He was going to tell Timothy that it would not be easy. But I want you to hold on. Troubled times are ahead. Perilous times are ahead, Timothy. But I need you 
just to hold on. Paul writes in chapter 1, verse 13, the New King James Version. Paul writes these words and I quote, he says, Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Look at it again. First two words, he says, hold fast. Hold fast. Timothy, you can't give up. It's going to be tough. You are another generation. You have seen and you will witness what they're going to do to me. But you have to hold on because God has a role. God has a job for you to do. Paul goes on to write in the same epistle to Timothy, chapter 4 and verse 5, the New Living Translation. Paul says to Timothy, and I'll quote, but you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be confused. When the enemy comes your way, keep your mind clear. He says, don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. <laughs> Don't be afraid of going through something for the Lord, in other words. He goes on to tell Timothy, work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. In other words, Timothy, you've been called for such a time as this. Keep a clear mind. Timothy, don't get confused. Do not be afraid when suffering comes. Just remember, God has called you for such a time as this. Who am I preaching to? Some of you are going through something right now, but God is saying to you, get up, dust yourself off, hold your head up, and know that God has a purpose for everything that you are going through. Hold on to the faith. God is not through with you yet. Listen, Paul goes on to tell Timothy in verse 6 that the time of his death was near. Imagine Paul knowing, God, I've given you my whole life and I know how I am going to die. History tells us that Paul could look out of his jail cell and see Nero's chopping block. He knew that he would lose his life. And notice, he never prayed for God to spare his life. He never said to God, stop the execution. He never said to God, please don't let this happen to me. But he accepted his fate, knowing that his goal was to encourage the next generation to be prepared to do what God has called him to do. Verse 6 of the Message Bible, Paul says, you take over, Timothy. <laughs> ah, there's a message in that. Paul says to the next generation, I'm turning this over to you. Can I say something? To all of those of us and others who served in ministry for so long, it's not your ministry. Uh, this is not all about you. 
And even if you cannot go any further, God has already prepared the next generation to take over. Verse 6, the message Bible says, you take over. He tells Timothy, I am about to die. Listen to what he says. I love this translation in the message Bible. He says, my life is an offering on God's altar. What a word. What a word. My life is an offering on God's altar. Can I ask you something? Can I ask you this? Is your life an offering to God? Uh, what you do, is that an offering to God? Paul says, my life is an offering on God's altar. That's why I am not asking God to spare my life. He says, because what, what I'm offering God is an offering. <laughs> I'm offering God myself. And if it pleases God and benefits the kingdom for me to lose my life, I'll do it. So Timothy, get ready to take over. Verse 7 of this text, going back to the New King James Version, Paul then writes, these most profound words and personal words. Here's our text. Here's the message. Verse 7, Paul writes these words. I have fought the good fight. <laughs> I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. <laughs> For the next few moments, let us share three key takeaways from this inspiring and incredible passage. Three things that we should apply to our lives throughout this year of 2022. Please don't miss this. Get your phone out, take a picture of it, write it down wherever you are. If you're at your kitchen table and if you're cooking, whatever you're doing, stop right now. And take note of these three things. Because these things, God said this to me, three things that we should apply to our lives throughout this year of 2022. These are God's words to you. For all of us, God says, remember these three things. And they come directly from Paul's testimony. From Paul's words, he writes to Timothy at the end of his life. The first of the three things is this. Fight the good fight. <laughs> fight the good fight. Paul did not say, I want you to take note of something. Paul did not say he fought a good fight. Listen to what the text says. And I looked at this very carefully, even went back, passing back to the original uh, Greek language, to, to get a full understanding of what Paul intended. Paul says he has fought the good fight. Some scholars suggest that Paul does not use these words as an analogy of a combat or in battle. Listen to this. This, this fight, the good fight, is not like Paul thinking of a warrior in battle but more so like 
an athlete competing against a worthy adversary. Uh, that's why he uses the word race. Paul is not really talking about you going to war, but he's talking about two, two renowned athletes going. And Paul says there is the fight of faith is the good fight. And so who is the adversary? Uh, Paul views this as faith, don't miss this, faith versus fear. Uh, that's the competition. Faith versus fear. Which one will win in your life? <laughs> will fear prevail or will faith prevail? Faith versus fear. Faith is the good fight. <laughs> this is the good fight is the faith fight. Fear is the enemy's too. Fear is what is used to try uh, uh, to persuade you not to have faith. People have often thought that perhaps doubt is the enemy of fear, but the real enemy of faith is fear, not doubt. Uh, and so Paul says in this competition, in this arena of life, you are going to have a good fight between faith and fear. My question to you today is which one do you choose? Because you can't have both. Uh, there will be a winner. The winner will be faith or fear. If you're walking in fear, you cannot walk in faith. And if you're walking in faith, you cannot walk in fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. Yes, you may be apprehensive about what is to come for 2022, but you cannot live your life in fear. Cannot live your life just thinking something bad is going to happen around the corner. Something bad is going to happen to my family. Faith tells us that if it does, God will still give you the strength to come through it. The good fight Paul says, is the fight of faith or the fight of fear? Which one do you choose? Do you choose fear, false evidence that's appearing real? That's what fear is. False evidence that appears to be real. Faith is different. Come back on Tuesday night. We're going to define what faith is. So Paul says, you choose. I choose faith. Let me tell you, my choice is clear. I choose faith. So point number one that we need to take away for 2022 is fight the good fight. Throughout this year of 2022, you're on the side of faith, not on the side of fear. Second key takeaway from Paul's incredible testimony. Second key thing that we need to remember that will help us in this year of 2022. Oh, I like this. Finish the race. Don't you dare quit. Don't you dare get so discouraged that you throw 
the tower and somebody send someone a message right now in quotation says finish the race. There may be a student last year of college finished the race. Maybe somebody who's struggling tell them finish the race. There may be somebody who's this close to success. The enemy is trying to convince you to give up. Finish the race. Paul is recorded as saying in the Message Bible. Listen to what the Message Bible says. He says, I've run hard right to the finish. <laughs> so, so you see, this is not like a battle. This is a competition. Paul says, I've run right to the and I've run hard. <laughs> you've got to wake up every morning and you've got to run hard. You've got to finish the race. You are not down. Get up. Brush yourself off. Says, I'm coming back again. Tell the enemy, the more you come after me, stronger I become. Why? Because I am, one, going to fight the good fight. Two, I will finish the race. Listen, quitting was never an option for Paul. Quitting was never an option for Paul. Quitting can never be an option for us. You can't think about quitting. Listen, Omicron hit. We didn't think about quitting. We readjust. We're still going to worship. We're going to do it in a different way. We're going to be online. Thursday night, I was on a virtual call with over 70 men on a Thursday night Bible study. Why? Because we told the enemy, Elder Jeff, Deacon Marlin and others, uh, that we will not give up. Throw us a curveball, we hit whatever comes across the plate. Why? Because we are going to finish the race. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew's chapter 24 and verse 13. He says, but the one who endureth to the end will be saved. If you want to know if you're going to make it, if you can endure to the end. Jesus says the one who endureth to the end will be saved. So the first takeaway again, fight the good fight. Second, finish the race. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Somebody sent a message out right now and says, don't you dare quit. Listen, you're not the only one who gets knocked down. You're not the only one who ever had to bury a loved one. But get up. Uh, dry your tears. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Look at somebody wherever you are. Uh, you can't see them personally, but just send them a message and say, finish the race. Finish the race. My advice to every young adult who's struggling right now is finish the race. Finish the race. And here is the third and the final takeaway. Third and the final thing that Paul wants us to. It is the subject for today's message. Remember, number one, fight the good fight. I didn't say fight a good fight. 
fight the good fight. There is a fight that's worth fighting. Every fight is not worth the fight. But fight the good fight. Second one was to finish the race. But oh, number three. Number three is keep the faith. Keep the faith. Listen, Paul says in the text, I have kept whew, the faith. What a testimony. What a testimony at the end of your journey. Can you say, I have kept the faith? It hasn't been easy. Sometimes I've had some difficulties I've had to overcome, but I have kept the faith. Listen, the Message Bible puts it this way. The Message Bible says, I believed all the way. I believed all the way. In other words, he never stopped believing. Keep the faith means that I'll never stop believing. I believe all the way. I've got a question for someone today. Will you keep the faith? Will you say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him? Will you say to God, even during my most difficult times, I will keep the faith. Listen, I want to leave you with something. Paul practiced what he preached. There are a lot of people who say it, but they don't believe it. Paul practiced what he preached. What do you mean, Pastor Jackson? Where earlier in Paul's career, he writes this powerful passage to the Romans. Paul writes these words to the Romans in chapter 8. And verses 38 through 39. This was before he told Timothy, I have kept the faith. Listen to what Paul writes, and I quote, he says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I want to read that again. For I am persuaded. Come on, somebody. I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Doesn't matter how high I go, it doesn't matter how low I sink. Nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Keep the faith, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. You may get knocked down, but get up and keep the faith. 
Why? God has already worked it out. God has already worked it out. Somebody give God your best praise. Somebody give God your best praise. Give God. Woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. That's right. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Stay in the race. Fight the good fight. Finish the race. Keep the faith. Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. (laughs) Oh, come on. Come on. That's right. That's right. Can't give up now. I can't give up now. Fight the good fight. Finish the race. Keep the faith. One more time. Fight the good fight. Finish the race. Keep Keep the faith. Listen. As we conclude this message and we usher in this altar experience, the altar experiences at the end of the message in which we get an opportunity to lay our burdens at the altar, to come to God. You've heard the word. You've heard the three things that God said for us to do in 2022. God says fight the good fight. Finish the race and keep the faith. One more time, fight the good fight. Yes, I believe in repetition. I believe in saying it over and over again because I want you to get it. Finish the race. Keep the faith. Fight the good fight. Let these words be in your mind all week long. Finish the race and keep the faith. Our dear brother, Brother Kurt Carr, wrote a powerful song. The song is entitled, I Believe God. Listen to the lyrics of this song as Janelle Mitchell and the praise team prepare to usher us into a spirit of worship and altar experience. Kurt Carr writes, people ask me, isn't it crazy to believe in something you can't see? People wander over and over an old dream that appears would never be. You see, my faith is strong and anchored. My faith, I love these words, cannot be wavered. My faith makes the unknown reality. And one day, if I pray, I know my dream will come to be. I believe God. That's it. 
go to work tomorrow and says, I believe God. In the midst of coronavirus, in the midst of Omicron spreading rapidly, I believe God. I believe that he's incredible. He's invincible. He can crumble the impossible. Yes, I believe God, although my faith sometimes is tested. On this shaky road, I tried. Oh, I, wherever you are right now, just lift those hands and say, I, I believe God. Janelle and the worship team, listen, listen.
with God in 2021 I don't want to live like that in this year of 2022 I want to keep the faith I want to finish the race I want to fight the good fight some of the fights that you are fighting they're not the good fight fighting against your neighbor fighting against your friends fighting against your co-workers that's not the good fight but the fight of faith the fight of faith versus fear that is the good fight just remember that God can and God will close those eyes if you will <laughs> call us contact numbers on the screen someone is standing by to pray with you right now you don't have to go through this 
alone. Uh, you may be isolated, but you're not alone. Uh, you may be by yourself, but you're not alone. God is with you every step of the way. Let us pray. Eternal Father, we thank you. We thank you for this second message in this series, series that is entitled Faith Matters. Thank you for reminding us to keep the faith. Why? Because we know that you can and you will. We believe in you. God, even when governments let us down, we still believe in you. When loved ones disappoint us, we still believe in you. When our health begins to fail and decline, we still believe in you. We will fight the good fight. We will finish the race. We will keep the faith. That is our commitment for this year of 2022. And we say, as Paul says, we are persuaded that nothing can separate us from your love. This is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. Wherever you are right now, just tell God thank you. Call that number on the screen. Someone want to, if you're looking for a church family, listen, because of this virtual experience since March of 2020, we, we have included many members in our spiritual family. Many have joined the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. You don't have to be here in Columbia or South Carolina or even live in the United States. But you just want to connect with brothers and sisters that would touch and agree with you wherever you are, whatever you're going through. Give us an opportunity to minister to you. Call that prayer line. Call that number that's on the screen. We want to remind you of a special Bible study on Tuesday night. Tuesday night Bible study. We will start a brand new series entitled Faith Matters, a study of the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. For the next several weeks, we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse by verse. Listen, before the benediction, I want to remind you of our vision offering. At the beginning of the year, I take a little more time just to remind you of what God has promised. God is so good. Last year this time, we told you that we had a vision that we were putting together plans. Here's the good news. In a matter of weeks, no more than the next couple of months, we will have on this site three projects that would have broken ground around the same time. Construction on three projects. Workforce housing for young adults. Senior housing, senior community for our senior citizens. And a children's and youth zone for our next 
generation. All of those plans are being finalized. All of those plans, we will break construction on all three of those within the next few months. That is but God. That is but God. And let me tell you, all we've asked you for over the past year is $7 a week. That's all we've asked you for, $7 a week. God has given us a plan uh, to be able to do all of these projects, and we are going to do it trusting that God will make a way. So text to give, give $7 a week. Make that your commitment. Someone called me before the end of last year and said, Pastor Jackson, I want to know what my balance is. And they called the church, and they not only pay $7 per week all year for themselves, but they paid it for their children and a grand because they trust in the vision. Listen, we're not traveling evangelists. We're not someone who asks you for something and you don't ever see us again. We are right here. We will be right here. But someone said something so important. They say the grass grow green where you water it. And God has told us to water right here in this community and watch God make things work. So join us, $7, everybody, your family members, even condition, even convince your children. Young people can participate in this $7 consecration and watch God bless you. God bless you so much. Janelle and the praise and worship team is going to take us out with this phenomenal song again. And just remember, just remember, fight the good fight, finish the race, and keep the faith. Come on, praise team. Thank you for listening in. Help me sing, God can. May the grace of God rest over your house. May the mercy of God protect your family. Uh, may the guidance of God keep us in the right pathway until we meet again. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody that loves the Lord said amen, amen. Keep the faith, amen.